What is up, you guys? So interestingly, today I wanted to do a video on aggression, and I saw on my podcast feed that Andrew Huberman actually did a long podcast on aggression. So I highly recommend you check it out. It was full of good stuff. So basically, just to summarize what he said, and then I'm going to add some additional things because I felt like he didn't exactly give the correct idea about serotonin because that's what my video was going to be about. So I just wanted to make sure like he was going to talk about it or not. So he basically said that testosterone doesn't increase aggression, but what does increase aggression is estrogen. So the more you convert testosterone into estrogen, the more likely you are to be aggressive and commit violent crimes. Now also some people have increased sensitivity of the estrogen receptor, so you might have normal levels of estrogen, but you might still be more aggressive because of that enhanced sensitivity. Then you also talked about when you have higher estrogen that is majorly determined by the day length and your dopamine and cortisol. So in longer days when there's more sunlight and you're more outside, you have more dopamine and lower cortisol and lower melatonin, even if you have moderate to high estrogen, that's not necessarily going to cause your uh, aggression because the dopamine tends to work synergistically with the testosterone and have antidepressant and anti-aggressive effects. And the testosterone to serotonin ratio is also very important, and I want to talk about that. So cortisol is actually a strong inducer of the aromatase. So if the days are shorter, you tend to have a little bit more cortisol. That then helps with, helps with the conversion of testosterone into estrogen that can then promote aggression. So in shorter days, you have a little bit higher levels of cortisol and lower levels of dopamine. Now, so he said that Estrogen basically promotes the aggression, which is good, it's accurate, all good and well. But then he mentioned that people that have lower levels of serotonin tend to be more aggressive as well. Now, there, that is where I disagree with because studies have found that the enzyme that breaks down serotonin, monoamine oxidase A, are actually reduced in people that have more prone to aggression. So people that are more prone to aggression tend to have higher levels of serotonin working through the serotonin 2A receptor. So blocking the serotonin 2A receptor helps to reduce aggression. And also the serotonin 1A receptor, which is the autoreceptor, tends to be downregulated with people with aggression. And lowering serotonin with, for example, zinc, which binds to the autoreceptor, it lowers the production of serotonin, tends to have anti-aggressive effects. So a 1A agonist, which lowers serotonin, and a 2A antagonist, which inhibit the action of that receptor, can help against aggression. So the whole point is here that you want to make sure that you're not converting an access of testosterone to estrogen and in the Maximize Your Testosterone course, link in the description, I have a whole guide on how to maximize your hormones, make sure that your testosterone, dopamine, DHT is in check and how to keep your estrogen, prolactin, and serotonin in check. So now the key here is that estrogen and serotonin is actually linked. You can't delink the two. So if you tend to have higher levels of estrogen, you automatically have higher levels signaling of estrogen because estrogen is one of the strongest inducers of serotonin. So it enhances the production of serotonin via upregulating uh, tryptophan hydroxylase, this enzyme that synthesizes serotonin. Then it also, estrogen, upregulates the serotonin 2A receptor, which contributes to aggression. Serotonin also inhibits the enzyme monoamine oxidase B, leading to more serotonin. And lastly, serotonin lowers the autoreceptor 1A, leading to less disinhibition, more serotonin. So estrogen is actually one of the strongest inducers of serotonin. So if you have high cortisol, you will tend to have slightly higher levels of estrogen. And if you have higher levels of estrogen, you will tend to have higher levels of serotonin as well. 
So if you want to minimize your aggression, you want to make sure that you minimize your cortisol and inflammation. You want to make sure insulin sensitivity is good because all of those things enhance the aromatase. You want to make sure your estrogen is in a good place. And then you want to make sure you, for example, if you are prone to aggression, lower that aggression by agonizing the 1A receptor and antagonizing the 2A receptor. And I will put those supplements in the description for you guys. So for example, zinc is actually great against aggression because it antagonizes uh, or it agonizes the 1A receptor, lowering the production of serotonin. And good 2A antagonist would be ginkgo biloba or bacopa. Or if you're looking at drugs, it would be, for example, cyproheptadine or uh, just a few other antidepressant drugs that are actually 2A antagonists. So yeah, just to recap, make sure you optimize your testosterone, DHT and dopamine. That is going to help against aggression. And make sure you minimize your estrogen and inflammation and cortisol because that promotes the aggression. So estrogen and serotonin are connected. If you have high estrogen, you most likely have dysfunctional serotonin signaling. So should you lower the serotonin or should you lower the estrogen? I'd say do both. If you want to minimize your aggression, focus both on just check your estrogen. You can either do a serum test or you can look at your Dutch test. So it will look at all of the metabolites. It will look at the whole estrogen pool. And there was another video that I did in the past looking at people that tend to be more anxious and depressed. So why are they more anxious and depressed? It's because they have reduced GABA signaling because of lower androgens. So androgens like DHT, metabolites of DHT, bind to the GABA receptor, which will have more... Uh, like relaxing effects. The more you you activate the GABA system, the less you will be aggressive. So dopamine, testosterone, and DHT will help against aggression. And then things like zinc and bacopa, minimizing inflammation, will help to minimize estrogen, cortisol, and serotonin. So the biggest thing here, I think, that will help is just zinc in general. Now, don't supplement. Just make sure that you eat enough via, for example, shellfish, oysters specifically, or eat a good amount of beef on a daily basis to get a large amount of zinc that's gonna help to replenish. And zinc is one of the most potent in the, uh, inhibitors of axis cortisol, estrogen, and serotonin. All right, guys, I hope this video was helpful. Please check out Andrew Huberman's video. It was full of golden nuggets, but this was just the one section that I felt like I could elaborate more on because this is what I wanted to make my video about anyway. Cheers, guys.